News time on a Friday morning here. Let's check back in with the news studio, Nathan Combs. Thank you very much, John, and good morning, everyone. The Sac County Sheriff's Office reports two people accused of threatening and tampering with the witness were taken into custody earlier this week. According to Sheriff Ken McClure, deputies executed a search warrant Wednesday in the 300 block of Willow Street in Odebolt as part of their investigation into a January 4th incident. Authorities say 34-year-old Edwin Edgardo Diaz and 40-year-old Amy Jo Hartwig held a female victim against her will and forced her to sign a document indicating narcotics seized in a case involving involving Diaz were hers. Diaz and Hartwig were both arrested on charges of extortion, false imprisonment, and obstruction of emergency communications. Diaz is also charged with felon in possession of a firearm. Law enforcement's investigation into that incident is ongoing, and additional charges are expected. The Carroll Chamber of Commerce and Carroll County Growth Partnership have released the tentative schedule for their 2023 legislative forums. Four forums are planned, January 28th at New Hope, February 25th at St. Anthony Regional Hospital, March 25th at the Warren Timmerman Shelter House in Manning, and April 22nd at a site to be determined. The events begin on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. and feature District 6 Senator Jason Schultz and District 11 Representative Brian Best. The approximately hour-long forums open with comments from the legislators, followed by questions prepared by the chamber and CCGP legislative committee. If time allows, questions from attendees will then be answered. The 2023 Iowa legislative session opens on Monday, January 9th, and the governor's condition of the state address is scheduled for Tuesday, starting at six o'clock. Republican U.S. Senator Joni Ernst says the failure of House Republicans to elect a House speaker could be sending the wrong message to foreign countries. We need to be working on our 2023 farm bill that needs to be reauthorized. There will be other bills that have to be reauthorized. We have to have a budget. We have to have appropriations. And if they continue this, then it's disrupting what we're able to get done as, as members of Congress. It's important that we do our work. They will need to recognize that and, and find a consensus around a leader. The uh, back and forth searching for a Republican House speaker has been going on essentially since the beginning of the session with really no end in sight. Ernst, who is part of the Senate GOP's leadership team, says the situation in the House is frustrating, but she's confident it will be resolved. We're going to have a fair process and that we are going to have a solid governing body at the end, at the end of the day after this discussion is over. Ernst made her comments on Thursday following a town hall meeting in Glenwood. Iowa's other U.S. Senator, Republican Chuck Grassley, has not commented on the GOP stalemate over the Speaker's election in the House. Congressman Randy Feenstra, who's the Republican representing the Iowa 4th Congressional District, has issued a written statement on the impasse. Feenstra says the days-long delay in organizing the House for action does help block the GOP's conservative agenda in the lower chamber, which, of course, Will likely the uh, next two years will likely be gridlock in D.C. as uh, Democrats do control the Senate and, of course, the White House. Bringing things a little bit more local, a Carroll woman has filed a lawsuit in Carroll County District Court claiming the Carroll Police Department violated her rights during a December 2020 incident. The plaintiff is 24-year-old Catherine Hill. Her petition names the city of Carroll, the Carroll Police Department, and Officer Jeffrey Nichols as defendants. The lawsuit stems from a December 29, 2020 investigation into a reported gunshot in an apartment in the 900 block of Woodland Drive. The petition alleges authorities detained Hill and another occupant, Dustin Hill. 
Hill during the incident, but a third individual was not restrained. The suit claims the Hills were both naked when they were handcuffed and remained so until law enforcement retrieved clothing for them. The petition brings four civil counts, violation of the right to be free from unreasonable seizure, violation of the right to due process of law, privacy, bodily integrity, and dignity, violation of the right to freedom, liberty, and happiness, and then negligence on the part of the defendants. She is seeking financial compensation from the defendants for violating her Iowa constitutional rights, past, present, and future mental and emotional harm, court costs, attorney fees, and any other appropriate relief. Dustin Hill was convicted in April of 2021 on controlled substance violations and prohibited acquisition of a pistol or revolver related to that December of 2020 investigation. He was sentenced up to 10 years in prison after failing to comply with the terms of his probation. And you can call it the golden age of lottery tickets, or to put it in another way, what's up with all these massive lottery prizes? The latest haul up for grabs tonight is a $940 million Mega Millions jackpot, with, of course, that drawing set for this evening. The prize ranks as the sixth largest in U.S. history, and that's the story we've heard uh, fairly, fairly recently over the past year, year and a half. That comes less than two months after a player in California won the record $2.04 billion Powerball jackpot. Players also won lottery prizes topping a billion dollars in 2022 and in 2021. While it may seem the lottery gods are showering players with repeated chances at hard-to-fathom riches, the credit for the big prizes is actually much simpler. It's just math and more difficult odds of winning that massive jackpot. And that is going to wrap up your KCIM 7 o'clock news. I'm Nathan Cohns reporting. So we're on the same page, though, but uh, we still have our agreement in place that I give you a million dollars if if I won hundreds of millions of dollars in the lottery, and you give me a million dollars if you win hundreds of millions of dollars in the lottery. So I thought that got nixed. <laughs> I, no, thought no. The bo- I thought your boss said no. No, no, no. Well, I, I, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb. If hundreds of millions of dollars, then I'm going to say fine. I'm going to go out on a limb and just All do right. that well, one myself. So d- just for the record, I didn't mention this last time we talked about it. <laughs> what, ba- Bailey, my wife, had happened to hear us talking, but she's like, we're not giving to John and million dollars. I'm like, it's not up to you if I win. <laughs> we didn't fight about it, but it was kind of a joke, like, like back if, and forth. If you win hundreds of millions of dollars, why not? Yeah. Know? I mean, like if you got a hundred bucks in your wallet and somebody yeah. asked you for a buck for a soda, yeah. you're going to give them a buck. Exactly. Right? I, we're on the same wavelength here. Good, good deal. So Do we, we, pay we, got, to, we just, now we just have to actually play the lottery. Can I get mine in small cash gifts? So um, I don't have to pay taxes on small it. unmarked bills. Yeah. Under cool. the table. You got yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> Nathan Cones with your news here this morning on KCIM. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm pretty sure we'll both be back to work here on Monday morning.